Hey Central, thanks for joining me for another weekly update. This is an important one because I am going to share some intel with you that I have obtained for Mother's Day. Like good stuff. We're talking good stuff here that can really help you this weekend, that can keep you from crashing the plane, okay? So I will get to that, but first, I just want to share with you a ministry that we're launching in this season that I think is perfect for this season. It's called Secret Church. It's a ministry of David Platt, who did many overseas uh, trips to teach the Bible in Asia, um, a lot of times in underground churches where, where he discovered people just so hungry to hear the word that they just wanted to hear um, be taught the Bible for hours on end, even while they were being persecuted and, and really legally not even able to gather. And then David Platt would come back to North America and kind of be confused as why do we not hunger after the, the word of God like they do? And, and so he started Secret Church. And, and what that is, was he would teach the Bible hours on end on a particular subject. And so we're going to take that in bite-sized portions, but I think the heart behind it is especially timely because we are unable to gather. Sure, it's not because of persecution, but we do not have the luxury of meeting together, um, having the Bible taught in person. And so we're going to take these these sessions, these modules really, and break them into modules. Um, so we'll do the first two weeks coming up here. It starts May 18th. We'll be on um, an Old Testament survey, um, four hours of content. So we break that over two weeks, two videos a week, two hours a week. You can work through a study guide as you go. And then we meet online for a Zoom dialogue after each one. Two weeks after that, we'll do a New Testament survey. And two weeks after that, we'll do scripture and authority in an age of skepticism. You can register online on our secret church page. And uh, you can take one of the courses or you can take them all. But, but I'm really looking forward to us well not being able to gather being able to study the scriptures, to grow in our knowledge of theology in this time, nonetheless, like many of our brothers and sisters in Christ who do not have the freedom to gather. Now, Mother's Day is coming, and I'm excited about that, and we want to celebrate the moms of Central. At the same time, there's always this little bit of ache in me that recognizes um, that this season hurts for those unable to have kids or those moms who are, are estranged from their kids or those who have recently lost their mother or a child and those who don't have people in their lives who will celebrate them and they'll feel that void. For, for a myriad of reasons, Mother's Day is hard. Nonetheless, it's really our duty to look at the mothers in our lives and thank God for them and thank them well, acknowledge them well. So how do we do that? I am here to help. I'm here to help all you husbands, all you dads, all you children out there. And I've solicited some help from a couple moms in our church, my wife being one and Jessica Ross being the other. The questions I had for them were, what makes this particularly challenging for moms right now, this this season, this isolation time we're in, what makes it particularly challenging for moms and what would bless moms this Mother's Day. So what makes this time particularly challenging? Um, 
Really, there are unique challenges mothers are facing in many ways, and they're nuanced right now. Homeschooling, for those who have school-aged children, is a big one. Jessica noted that most women take time to decide, plan, and equip themselves to homeschool their kids, but that luxury was not given to the moms out there. Moms have had to re-educate themselves on every subject their, kid is le- their kids are learning, all while figuring out um, programs, apps that may not be the same for each child, trying to juggle that, different teacher expectations, and whether they're even able to meet them, and it's all a big stressful balancing act. Some women are being forced to work from home and now have to manage homeschool, housework, meals, and their own work. Many have been let go from their jobs, and now the future's unclear whether they will be able to return to that job. For single moms who've been laid off or are juggling working from home, you can imagine it's particularly challenging. One of the things my wife Emily wrote were, kids and husband constantly, always around. (laughs) And then she went on to say there's a lack of solitude for mums that they feel and they're missing social life and or work life, uh, lacking support, right? Like grandparents would often pinch hit so mums could get out, get a little bit of respite or a babysitter could swing by so mum could get out. Those uh, That creates a real challenge, a real stress right now. Parenting has taken on a totally new look as kids go stir-crazy stir crazy, and moms reach their limits, which adds a burden to marriages. All these pressures are demanding enough, but when you add anxiety about the virus, financial concerns, families with special needs that, that may not have enough support, or really probably do not have enough support, along with the general depression from lack of community setting in, the pressure can start to feel unbearable. For all those reasons and more, um, it is an amazing opportunity to bless moms this Sunday. So what do moms need from their husbands and from their kids this Mother's Day? Here are some practical ideas from them on what would bless them. One thing is for husbands or for kids to offer to make the meals. Make the meals for the day or do takeout. Jessica says, but for the love, do not let her make yet another meal. Unless she really, really wants to. Really wants to, you know? Like, no, I want to. I love doing it. If that's not the case, make all the meals for her. Give her space to read, listen to music, exercise, have a bath, or just think. Her mind's really full and desperately needs rest. Give her time. Take the kids out for a few hours and give her time at home or let her leave the house and social distance with a friend or go for a walk or whatever she wants on her own. Pick her up a coffee or that specialty drink she likes. In many instances, you're the only person she has right now. So sharpen up your listening and communication skills by her presence. Plan a date night in for her. Be in her TikToks and don't be mad when she pranks you. (laughs) Maybe that gives you a window uh, into my life right, (laughs) right now. For the kids, help with chores. And I don't know, don't fight. Show your mom gratitude for all the little things and big things that she does. Secretly have the kids do some Mother's Day crafts for her. Schools won't be covering that this year, and she loves those crafts. So dads, it's up to you. Let her hit place your order on her Amazon cart if that's something you can afford. Get her flowers, check. Chocolate, check. 
Think of all her favorites and surprise her with some of them? Check. Ask her how she's doing mentally, physically, and spiritually. And then, this is key, listen really well. Ask her what she needs and then do your best to give it to her and encourage her. She needs to hear that she's not failing and that her struggles are legitimate. And she needs to hear that from you. In other words, just make her feel special and truly honor her, which is what this is all about. And don't forget to drop off a card to your mom, too. There you have it. Don't say I don't ever do anything for you. And for myself, I have no excuse. I've been given all these ideas a week in advance. So pray for me. I better not screw this up. <laughs> all right, finally, let me encourage you mums. I'm just going to read some portions, some excerpts from an article written by Sarah Walton. Sarah Walton wrote a book called Hope When It Hurts, and she blogs at setapart.net. She shares three traits children need most from their moms. She writes, I have the desire to bring up godly, well-balanced children, yet I often feel as though I never get beyond simply keeping bellies full, preventing World War III from breaking out in our home, and getting through the day all while carrying a thousand pound backpack filled with fears, doubts, grief, and weariness. Each mother carries her own unique fears, anxieties, and struggles, but we all desire to be the mom that our children need, don't we? These burdens and fears will either consume us and create perpetual anxiety within us, or by God's grace, they will lead us to the one who is not only in control, but knows exactly what our children need. She says, our children need these three traits in their mom. First, a mom who loves Jesus more than a mom who does everything right. As we take our eyes off of ourselves and fix them on Jesus, our kids will be exposed to something far greater and impactful than a mom striving for something unattainable. We will still fail, yes, but as we seek to know Christ in tangible rhythms of life, we will grow to love him more, and that love will naturally overflow into the lives of precious children who are watching us very closely. The second trait she notes that children need most from their moms is a mom who humbles herself under God's loving plan, even when it's not her own. And she goes on to share some significant health challenges that she and her children have faced and then she concludes I have learned that humbling myself under God's plan does not mean that I will always walk around with a smile on my face despite the heartache deep within me it does mean however that by faith I choose to bring my heartache disappointment fear sorrow and weariness to Jesus asking him to help me trust his goodness and purposes in my circumstances. The third trait children need most from their moms, she writes, is a mom who trusts that God is bigger than our baggage, failures, and circumstances. The blessing of facing circumstances beyond our control, she says, is that they provide an opportunity for us to let go of our need for control and desire to earn God's acceptance and instead trust that God is greater than the most hopeless circumstance and rebellious heart. Life's trials can become turning points that take us from being moms who strive for control and perfection 
to moms who confidently and freely trust in God's control, promises, forgiveness, goodness, faithfulness, and redemption. What a powerful witness it is to our children when they see peace and joy flowing from their mom amidst challenging circumstances and their own rebellious hearts. And what greater gift can we give our children than to give them a glimpse of a trustworthy Savior who is greater than our sin and greater than our trials. What a great word. And I, again, just want to convey to all the moms of Central, whether it's biological, adoptive, or spiritual mothers, we love you. And we thank you so much for the ways that you love us, care for us, and uh, just minister to us in our lives. We are so grateful for you. May you feel blessed this weekend. And especially after this podcast episode, may your husbands and kids not botch this up. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. We'll talk to you again next week, Central.